I believe, a four-year deal. Um, now, of course, he's been the standout in camp. He is the left tackle that apparently has taken yet another draft picks job away from him. Uh, Kyle, do you think the Eagles kind of struck too soon on the contract for Jordan Malata? Well, there, there's definitely a little bit of a risk factor in signing a guy before he, he breaks out. That's kind of the uh, the old Joe Banner school of thinking. But, um, I, I mean, you know, if it pans out that, you know, the way that we expect it to and he becomes a top-end left tackle, I mean, people are projecting him to be an all-pro, which is crazy. But, I mean, if that happens, then the contract becomes a steal. I think another way you can look at that contract is not just $16 million, uh, per year over four years, but it's an extension off of this season where we're only paying him $500,000. So, essentially, it's a five-year deal worth $13 million a year. So, if he becomes the left tackle that we think he will – that's an absolute bargain. So you just got to hope that he keeps progressing the, the way that he has. I mean, he hasn't he, he shows, he's shown nothing but uh, just uh, an insane drive, and he just gets better every week. So I'm really excited for my love. Now, Kyle, I want to ask your opinion. Like, say Kyle Quinn is Dallas Goddard. And, of course, the news over the last couple of weeks is Dallas Goddard has been trying to get himself a contract extension. Now, obviously, he's looking for a different type of contract. Than they gave Jordan Mulata, but does Dallas Goddard, or in this case, you, do you, you feel a little offended by today's move by the Eagles? Um, I, no, but I mean, then again, I'm not there for the negotiations, so uh, I'm sure he understands what our cap situation is, and that we'll probably have a little bit more money next year, but uh, I mean, he has to understand that left tackle is one of the most important positions on the field, and when you get a chance to lock up a guy like that, you gotta take it, and I mean, look, we, Zach Ertz is back, so that automatically diminishes the value of Dallas Goddard, whether he likes it or not. And then secondly, I don't know what kind of contract Dallas Goddard's looking for because he right. hasn't done anything in right. my eyes to deserve anywhere near money that you know guys like George Kittle or, or Travis Kelsey are getting. Now, I'm not sure that he's asking for that per se, but I'm sure he, he thinks pretty highly of himself and is looking for somewhere around that ballpark. And I mean, at this point, I'm just not willing to give that to him. Um, I agree. And then, of course, the last point I want to make about this Mulata deal is let's talk about Andre Dillard real quick. Have we, uh, have, well, ha, 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 have we gone down the road of Vince Velasquez with Andre Dillard today? Uh, is this the last we're going to, barring injury, of course, is this the last we're going to hear of Andre Dillard? Velasquez is pretty harsh because Velasquez got about like six or seven yeah. chances and just <laughs> squandered every single one of them. Dillard, really, I mean, he, he just got flat out beat. And I mean, you know, it, reports in training camp were not good that he kind of sucked, honestly. But the other, uh, also on the other side of that, Mylotta definitely earned that left tackle spot. He didn't just win it by default. So, you know, maybe there is still something. To be uh, to be dug out of Andre Dillard. I mean, if, if anybody can do it, it's Jeff Stalin. So, I mean, if he's not able to find anything out of uh, uh, Andre Dillard, then I mean, he's just a lost cause, if you ask me. Man, and I'm thinking that it might be a lost cause and yet another wasted draft pick. All right, Kyle. So let's talk about tomorrow's game. Uh, of course, I believe this game between both these teams, a lot of unknowns on both sides of the side of the field. Um, new two new head coaches. I think the only thing really known about this game is Matt Ryan and and all that. But what are we? What are, what are your feelings? Give me your your summary of what you think is going to happen down there tomorrow. Well, uh, I. 
spent a little bit of time looking at kind of individual matchups, different oppositional groups kind of going against each other in this game. And really, it's hard for me to find any way where this doesn't shake out in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's the, that's the honest truth. I think the major advantage that the Falcons have here is obviously the weapons on offense versus kind of our unknown linebacker and secondary group. I mean, I have no idea who's going to cover Kyle Pitts. Uh, Calvin Ridley could be a little bit of a problem. Now, Julio Jones is not on the other side, so it's really up to Calvin Ridley to sort of take over as the number one receiver over there. Um, Darius Slay needs to show that he's Darius Slay, the guy that we signed uh, to be over here, and then Steven Nelson needs to keep that other side locked down. So that's probably the one matchup that I would say goes in favor of Atlanta, but other than that, I think the Eagles should dominate this game, particularly on the interior of the defensive line, because Josh Andrews, yes, that Josh Andrews, mm-hmm. former Philadelphia Eagle Josh Andrews, was their starting left guard. He is now hurt, and they are going to be starting a rookie uh, mm-hmm. in place of left guard Josh Andrews. So Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave definitely have a big opportunity to feast on him and uh, the not-so-good center Matt Hennessy. So that's going to be uh, definitely a matchup to watch.